Welcome back to the Tape Store, everyone. This is Toby. And this is Brooke. We were made in the 80s. And played in the 90s. And I'm laughing because we're, we're, we're fresh <laughs> off of watching. We like just watched it. <laughs> we just watched an episode of Saved by the Bell. So there you go. We're back to Bayside this week. Yep. A um, couple things. Well, what made us think about doing Saved by the Bell was... Uh, it's it's back to school. Yeah, we're as you guys know, we're teachers. Yeah, and you you know as as you probably also know, teachers always go back to school. You know, a week to two weeks before the students for pre planning. Yes. So we've been back since Monday. Yeah. So and for us, we're already it's it's back to school. Yeah. So we've been very busy. Actually, even considered for a few moments on a few different occasions this week, um, telling Brooke like, hey, maybe we should postpone. Because we've been so busy, so yeah, busy. it's been it's been a big weekend. You know, we're we're coming off of a crazy twenty twenty year, so you know, yeah. going back to school and trying to figure out how to, you know, how to restructure everything so our students are best served. It's whew, it's a it's yeah. a doozy. It is, and it, it's it feels like we're starting over in many ways. Yeah, or, or that. Yeah, I know it, it is crazy, but I don't know. I, I, for again, as I said, we thought about, or at least I thought about. I didn't share that with you. Brooke. Uh, <laughs> no, I thought I think we both probably thought about it. But then I thought too, just how much you know we love doing the show. Uh, I mean, we really do. I mean, it, it is tough at times to find time to do it, and also, you know, our listeners, especially you guys who stay in touch with us throughout the week. Yeah, we kind of like virtually do life with you guys. Yeah, um, we really see you guys as friends and. We don't want to let you down. No, it's true. And I know that they would never expect that. <laughs> no. I know they would totally understand. But I do, we just, we want to put a show out there for you guys as well, you know. Uh, it, it is fun for us. And, and I think it's important too, um, you know, for, for you know, I, it makes me very happy to watch these shows or watch these movies or, you know, whatever we're talking about, whether yeah. it's toys or you know, it actually puts us back in a really good mindset. Even when we're like, "Oh my god, we don't have time," yeah. and then we sit down and we watch, and we're like, "Oh man, we love this stuff." Right. <laughs> so, and of course, yes, that, and and also just you know, we feel like we have a bit of a family with our viewers, and we totally do. I, even though you guys aren't here when we're doing the show, I felt like. If we were to skip a week, that'd be a week where we wouldn't be able to engage with you guys yes. and, inter- and interact with you guys as, you know. And we love when you guys message us like after the episode and like, you know, tell us your thoughts or, or what stood out to you or yeah. even things we didn't think of. A lot of times you guys message us with things we totally didn't even, you know, it, it didn't yeah. hit our radar and we, do, we love it. So, you know, definitely keep doing it. Yeah. So it's busy. Uh, it is busy for us here. And again, not only getting ready to go back to school, but also getting ready to get our kids back in school. So it is crazy. So the the thing about doing Bayside, uh, back to Bayside, Say by the Bell, is you know not only is it you know right on theme with going back to school, doing a show about yeah. a group of kids at school. It's also short and to the point. These episodes are they're only about twenty two minutes. Yeah. So it's also nice to be able to just say, okay, look, we have to we have to do something kind of quick, you know. Mm-hmm. I wish our job was doing a podcast, but right. Well, you know, that's the dream. <laughs> yeah, alas, you know. At any rate, we are here. Yes, we are here. <laughs> we are here. And a little later than usual, but that's all right. Yeah. 
and we are, as we've said, talking about Bayside. We're covering the episode, one of my favorites. Yeah. Save the Max. And you've referenced this episode, I think, in yes. like the last few <laughs> one episodes that we've done. So I'm glad we're finally doing this one. Well, doing a podcast is, it's in a way, this this episode, I like it so much because Save the Max is famous in the Saved by the Bell universe because it is the it is the Saved by the Bell episode that introduces KKTY Radio. Yeah. Which is the radio station at Bayside High School. KKTY. Bayside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you know, when you're when you do a podcast, you're you you feel like you're kind of doing something similar to that. Yeah, it's, so. it's a little meta. This yeah. <laughs> this episode. So uh this episode aired on September twenty second, nineteen ninety. Almost 31 years ago. Amazing. This Way is, to make yourself feel old. Yeah. Uh, this is season two, episode three. It was directed by Don Barnhart and written by Gary Goldstein. What were you about to say? Uh, if you're watching on Amazon, Amazon for some reason, it, it does bill it in season three. But you know, you you guys know how it is with with streaming yeah. services. They kind of they categorize things differently. I don't know. I looked it up and and it said season two, episode three. I Either way, I think the air date's correct, though. Yeah. Uh, September twenty second, nineteen ninety. Um, regardless of what season, it, it's it's an earlier, kind of in in the middle, early to the middle. Yeah. Of it, it was before they were older. Older, yeah. Um, but it it also isn't one of the ones where they were younger. Yeah, no, they're not like little babies in this one. Right. Uh, so let's go ahead and jump into this episode because. This is my favorite episode for a couple reasons, not just the, not just the radio show, but again, yeah. a couple of reasons we're going to get into it. Uh, we open in this dark room, dimly lit, with these large unknown items in the room covered in white tarps. Yeah, and Zach and Screech walk in. Uh, they flip the lights on, and this is a long forgotten room at Bayside High. Zach says uh he comments screechy even i didn't know yeah he said, about- i thought i knew all the hiding places right in bayside so this is a room that even zach didn't know about screech said that he found it after being thrown down a garbage chute by a female bully oh yeah poor screech uh we notice that on the walls are posters of Jimi hendrix the beatles the doors uh, you know these 1960- 1960s yeah icons uh, right. music icons and in the center surround you know the pictures are surrounding uh this uh little the sign in the center which says KKTY 98.6 FM <laughs> which we know that that is a a radio frequency right. uh when Zach begins pulling away tarps he discovers that the room isn't a room at all it's a studio it's the home of KKTY Bayside the radio station of Bayside High School that is has long been um, out of you know out of out of use yeah out of use it's been defunct yeah for some time if that's a proper word to use <laughs> so Zach is super excited about it uh, Screech finds a cord plugs it in and everything works we hear the KKTY yeah. bass yeah the little jingle uh, so it's exciting Zach's. You know, he's like, wow, this is great. Yeah, his gears are turning already. Yes, of course. He goes back and tells the gang, and they go to Belding. So the very next scene, the whole gang's in Belding's office, so we can assume Zach went and told everybody and said, hey, let's go to Belding about this. You know, yeah. anytime you want to do something at a school, 
Got to check in with the principal. Right. So they're nice enough. They're nice and respectful enough to do that. Um, Belding confirms that indeed a radio station did exist, um, and it was the voice of Bayside in the '60s. When Zach asks who ran the radio station, <laughs> Belding's face just lights up <laughs> and tells him that it was run by quote the hippest, hottest, most rad DJ ever. And we get a flashback. We're treated to one of my favorite <laughs> moments uh, in the show where we see a young Richard Belding uh, with hippie clothes. Oh, yeah. He's got the, you know, he's got the, the, the brown, like, you know, fringe vest. Yeah. Um, the mustache. Yeah, he's got long like a mustache, hair. long hair. And he's working as the DJ under the moniker The Big Bopper. That's what he calls himself. Yep. Oh yeah. So as he plays music for the station, we see we hear uh, the principal come over the intercom and asks Richard Belding to come to the office. <laughs> Much to Belding's annoyance. Yeah. What does he want now? Yeah. What does that jerk want now? So we get a glimpse of a young Richard Belding, and we find that he was pretty much the Zach Morris of his day. I've said this many times. Yep, yep, yep. I've referenced it, and the reason why I've referenced it, this is the episode why. This is one of the most important episodes, in my opinion, of the entire... This is one of. Yeah. One of the most important episodes of the entire Saved by the Bell series because it's so important because this is why... Um, this is why Mr. Belding ha- has such a, um, like a soft spot for Zach. Soft spot for Zach. It doesn't seem that way because he's hard on Zach, but this is why he has a real focus on Zach because he connects with Zach. Yeah. Because he sees himself in Zach. And that might even bother Zach a little bit. Yep. But... <laughs> um, so, yeah, after the flashback, Jesse asks, You were the big bopper? Which means that apparently. Mr. Belding had attained at least some local fame. Yeah, people knew who that was. As the bopper. They didn't know who the bopper was, but they had heard of him. Yeah. Obviously, Jesse had. Yeah. For the kids to have heard the name before, right? Well, Zach suggests putting KKTY back on the air, but for some reason, Mr. Belding is quick to reject the idea. But it doesn't take much. No. (laughs) to, to, To turn the tide. After just a few moments of the gang chanting, bopper, 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 bopper. He's on board. Yep. Though he does request to have the final say on anything that goes out on the air. But that's just, I want to stick with this bopper. Yes. Because he loves these kids. He does. He loves them so much. And I just think it meant so much to him to see them think that what he is, what he was, something he was connected to. Yeah. Something he was involved in is cool. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, Brooke was like, we had to rewind it so we could just even see his face. His he little was, face lit up, his little eyebrows went yeah, up. I was, was like, like, oh, look at him. He's so happy. He was like, yeah, that's right. That was me. Was like, I was I was the real deal. It was great, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, so it's, it's going to happen, KKTY. We go to the max later on that day where Zach assigns each one of the gang their own segment, except Slater. When Zach asks Slater what he wants to do, Slater requests to be the sportscaster for KKTY. Right. Seems natural that Slater, you know, he's the star athlete of the school, you know, quarterback for the football team, gifted athlete, would do the sports segment. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. It makes, it, it makes, it makes sense. When I did a, uh, when we lived in Savannah, 
and I did a student-produced news show, which is one of the favorite, most best things I've ever done. One of my favorite. Yeah. Uh, what I consider like one of like the the hallmarks of my career as a teacher so far. Yeah. Uh, what was when I did that. A student-produced news show in Savannah. I had a blast, and I missed those kids. Yeah. Uh, so, again, yeah, one of the hallmarks. Uh, I remember our sports guy was also on the football team. Yep. So, it, again, <laughs> I, I can be like, yeah, it makes sense. Right. You know? <laughs> um, so, Slater's going to do the sports segment. Everybody's got a role. Everybody's got a role. And we're going to talk about those in a few moments because we, we're, we're going to catch a glimpse of all of them in, in their, you know... What is it in their uh, role? In their element, yeah, yeah, in their element. Sorry, yeah, it's been a long day. Yes, in their element on the radio show. So we'll talk about that in a few moments. But right after Slater is like, "Hey, I'll do the sports segment." The Max walks up. Well, not the Max, but Max. <laughs> I was like, "Wait, what?" Because they're at the Max. Yeah, Max walks up to the table with their orders. Well, it was like burgers. Yeah. But they're small. They're like little sliders. Yeah. Not like you know standard. They're not like a normal burger. Right. When the gang asks if this was some sort of joke, it's unfortunately not. Max informs them that he's had to make cuts due to some financial issues. He wishes the gang well uh, on their radio station venture, and he walks away. No jokes. No magic trick. Yeah, just very, very dejected. Yeah, it's very clear that, you know, Max is dealing with something, right? Yeah. and, And that he's being serious, you know? Which he never is. <laughs> Sincerely troubled about something, you know. Uh, and, and the gang is worried. But there's other things to do, you know. Uh, there's the radio station, you know. They, they, they go to school, back to school the next day or maybe in a few days. But soon after, uh, we're back at Bayside for the relaunch of KKTY. It's like the, the first episode. Yeah. You know, the first, you know, the, the, the maiden voyage of the, of the relaunch. Zach is the lead DJ. Jesse... We, we, and, and again, we we see brief moments of each part, uh, member of the gang right. doing their segment. Zach opens up, and he's the DJ, and he's getting everybody hyped up. Jesse, uh, we then go to Jesse, yes, who, who's an investigative reporter. She's like talking about school lunch, like some green meat being served, right? And so, so she's kind of like finding out crap that's going on around the school and yeah. kind of bringing it to like, she's like the muckraker. Yes. The investigative journalist, you know, uh, active to form. Yeah. Being an activist, you know, uh, that's Jesse. We then go to Lisa who's doing a gossip segment, which is tantamount to bullying. Honestly, it's yeah. I, I mean like she's, public- I don't remember it. I don't remember thinking this as a kid, but watching it as adults, like, oh no, oh yeah. When you're a kid, it seems harmless. Yeah, but I was like, oh, she's she's talking about people at her school yes. in real time. Yeah, flash about their lives. Yeah, she says flash. Debbie DeMarco's curves came with her sweater, or came with her skirt. Or yeah, something. yikes. Or her sweater. I don't know. But whoever Debbie DeMarco is, obviously a student at Bayside. That'd be crushing. And Lisa is publicly shaming her, Oof, and yeah. publicly humiliating her. It's not a great moment for Lisa. Not no. I, and we are Team Lisa yes. in, in just about every single moment. She's one of our favorite. Uh, she's my favorite of the girls. Yeah. She's, she is my favorite of the girls, and she's one of my favorite characters in the whole show. And uh, she here she is uh, smearing a fellow female student. Uh, not her brightest moment. I'm not happy with Lisa in this episode no. at all. Uh, Kelly then, uh, we then go to Kelly, does a romance segment. She's like, 
oh, this is Kelly. Kelly Desire. That's what she calls herself. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, Lisa is the galloping gossip. And that's what she calls herself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, Kelly is Kelly Desire. She does this romance segment, which Screech totally ruins. He plays like this heavy metal song. But to him, it's romantic. Oh, yeah. To him, it's romantic, <laughs> I guess. Screech does a creepy horror story type segment, and he sounds like Igor. Yeah. Yeah, and it's really funny. I used to think that was so funny. Um, and and Screech's Mystery Theater. Screech's Mystery Theater. That's what he has. And now it's Slater's turn. And it's this nice, like, uh, college, uh, like college slash or high school uh, football uh, marching band. Dun, 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 yeah. Dun, 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 you know. We know what to expect when we hear this music. Yeah, we know that it's some football game, like a fight, right. a fight song. That's yes, what they call. There it is. They call yeah. them fight songs. Well, Slater uh, comes up, and he does his segment, and it sucks. Oh, bless him. He just sucks. No, he's not engaging. He's no, just... He just doesn't have it. No. Not just, not in this arena. No. Uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's reading too much from his notes, and he's also trying to be funny, and his, no, his, his jokes are just not hitting the mark. They're lame. It, it falls completely flat. Because everyone's done such a great job. Yes. And the, now. and the only thing that's worse than Slater's segment is the fact that Slater thinks he's doing great. Slater, he's like, yeah, I nailed it. Slater was like, yeah, I told you guys that'd be the best. And I'm like, what? Oh, bliss. When Slater leaves, he, he I guess he goes to class or whatever. Segment's over. Uh, the group is mortified oh. <laughs> about how bad Slater did, which presents a problem that I think Actually, is a really, really great. Um, this is probably this uh, sub, this subplot right. uh, of this episode is great because this deals with an issue that is very, very difficult that any person would hate to deal with, and that's when you have to tell a friend that they're bad at something, or or, or so- tell a friend something negative about themselves. Yeah, tell them something that they they that they're probably not going to want to hear. Yeah, because they right. don't want to they don't want to tear him down, but. The no. truth is, he's not good at this. No, he's not. And it would be, and it's worse because he thinks he's great. Right. Oh, dear. Poor and Slater. no, sorry, not everybody's good at everything. No, and that's okay. It's okay. You can be a wonderful, nice person and and be good at some things and suck at some things. Right. Like You can be an amazing cook, but a horrible singer. Right. And that's okay. And, you uh-huh. know, yeah, like I am, I am terrible at drawing. And we have friends that are artists. So I'm going to plug Brett Wilson. Yes. Go, Brett. Yeah. I'm going to plug Casey Parrott. Absolutely. He he uh, painted our uh, Midnight Society picture. Yeah. These guys are yeah. out of this world. Casey Parrott art, Brett Wilson art. Go check them out on Instagram. Yes. You, you, know, you won't be sorry. These guys have a gift. I don't have that gift. Okay, and you know I have other gifts. I'm not going to say that. Right? You know. No, that's that's the point, though. But you know, next time we have Brett on, um, we will at and some we will. point. We've already we've, we've already, already been spoken. To him. I'm just saying that I'm sure I'll, I'll probably ask him. Like, Brett, is there anything you're not good at? You know, well, you know, let's talk about some <laughs> things. Maybe I don't. I'm just saying. You know, there's what I'm saying is it, but it is hard to tell somebody like, hey, this just really isn't working out. Yeah. You know, and it's it's really bad too when that when the person that you have to tell this to is really excited about that thing. Or even worse, they actually think they're good at it. It's Slater, Slater's not good at it. He's bad at it. Um, at any rate, uh, they continue the discussion at the max. Slater's, you know, again, sans Slater, obviously. He's not there. Um, 
hoping that it's just them. They, they, they had this moment where they're like, maybe we're just being overcritical. So Zach asks three random listeners at the max as they're walking by about the show. It's three guys. Yeah. All three love the show, except for Slater. And they all have really intense things to say about him. Yeah. One says he's awful. The second says he's the worst. And the third says that someone should wave a skunk in front of him. Because he stinks. <laughs> like, first of all, like, that's not a that's not even a good joke. But, like, it's so sad. Like, oh, no. And these three guys look so nice. Like, I know. Like, the one guy. Like, maybe they'll, like, help old ladies across the yeah, street with their the groceries. Guy, yeah, the guy that made the skunk remark looked kind of put together. Like, <laughs> just like, <laughs> Poor Slater, um, and he doesn't know. In he doesn't know about the crowd reception about him yet, right? At all, he think he thinks everyone's just loving him. Yes. Oh, my heart hurts. Well, the group <laughs> has an idea. They hope they can curb the problem by advising Slater to read from a script that Zach writes beforehand. It's yeah. shorter. It's to the point. You know, right? They're and in their defense. They're not trying to be manipulative here. They really are trying to spare his feelings. Yeah, but keep him on the show. Now, I will say, right. Zach, I, there was a moment where I was kind of like, okay, Zach, you're only worried about how this reflects on you. And that's true, because Zach is Zach. Okay, I agree with that initially, but then something's going to happen. No, with, no, I, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, Zach and kinda, I agree. But I think initially, at first, he's like, oh, this is making me look bad. Oh, but, yeah. But, you know, we've, we we all know that Zach has his has flaws, but he does love his friends. He does love Slater. Yeah, and Slater's his best friend. They, yeah, it's his best friend. And Slater so and they, in this attempt, they're not, again, they're not trying to be manipulative. They really are trying to spare feelings. Yeah. It's just always best to be truthful in the end, but, you know. Yes. Even when it's hard. So they present this idea to Slater. Again, they're acting like, hey, we got this idea. It's fresh. It's it's going to be good. Yeah. We're going to... We're going to give you um, a little less to say, but more airtime. But more airtime, and and you know Slater's hesitant, but he's when like, he, well, I like that, yeah, you know, he likes more airtime. When he hears that, he's like, okay. So he takes the the script that Zach wrote and he kind of walks off. He's reading it. So it seems that the Slater crisis has been averted, right? Right. We, of course, the audience know that that's not probably the case, right? Another problem soon presents itself, though, and it kind of causes us to kind of lose sight of the Slater thing, yeah. At least briefly, Jesse has done some. Digging and has found a bombshell piece of information relating to the Max. It turns out that the Bayside School District owns the property that the Max is on, which means they own the Max. Right. And Max is $10,000 behind on back rent. If he doesn't pay this rent, the, the Bayside School District is going to tear down the Max. They're going to they're gonna basically seize the, the building and the property. Right. And build a parking lot. I guess either maybe an expansion or something. Right, for the school or for some kind of school-related activity, right. whatever. We all know how school boards work. <laughs> yeah. But Zach has an idea. Yeah, Zach is quick on his feet with his ideas. And again, 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 we've already addressed this yeah. many times. We'll continue to we'll do so. We'll keep doing though, it. Yep. That whenever Zach has an idea that helps someone else, it's always gold. He, yeah, he really, he really is a, a, a great problem solver. And he's kind of a miracle worker. Yeah, because he he's good. understands the parameters. He understands like the people he's working with, and he knows how yes. to work people. And when he's doing good, it's great. Yes, and when it's for his own selfish gain, it always ends badly. But the good thing is, this, this is not one of the selfish. This episodes. is not right. This is Zach at his best. Zach has an idea. Use the radio station as a place to advocate and get the word out. Yeah, that the school board 
is doing this. Is doing this and is going to take away the max, which is not just important to the gang, but there's a lot of kids that this is important to. And, uh, you know, and he. Right. Put, I mean, we're always at the max. We're always shown, yeah. you know, in the show at the max. So we know it's important. And there's no better person to get in front of the mic about something like this. And that's, of course, Jesse. Who is so, a little cutthroat. <laughs> not only is she, right. That's the thing. Not only does Jesse, is she smart and she knows how to research. I mean, you know, Jesse's phenomenal. Yeah. She, she, she is. She would be a fantastic yeah, journalist. She is. She eventually is the salutatorian, which means she's the second highest. And Screech gets valedictorian. Of course. Um, spoiler alert. But Jesse is brilliant, right? She's right. smart. Um, so not only is she smart as far as her research, but, you know, Jesse is cutting with her honesty. She's not afraid to speak out about things. No, not at you all. Know? Uh, and she gives a scathing report on the school board, calling them greedy and deceitful and irresponsible. And this all goes out on the air. Yeah. And, of course, this quickly gets back to Mr. Belding, who, initially, who, who remember, initially said, I want to be able to to sign off on anything that right. goes out. So they kind of, they didn't ask him. No, they went, they went around Belding. The school board threatens to fire Belding over this. Yeah. Since the radio station that put out the story is at the school that he's the right. principal over. Right. Zach and Jesse plead with Mr. Belding in his office to support their calls and saving the max. But Belding refuses, saying he's not going to stick his neck out over this radio station again. Right. Now you remember... Every now and then, <laughs> say by the bell, Zach is unique in that he breaks the fourth wall. Right. He talks to us. And Zach looks at us and he says, again? Clearly puzzled at what Belding was referring to. Belding leaves. You know, leaves his office. Yeah, he's again, like, I'm not, not going to jeopardize yeah. my career. Which, to be fair, he has built over decades, likely. Yeah. You know, I get it. But we know more's coming. Yes. <clears throat> Uh, Zach tells Jesse, after Belding leaves, that he thinks Belding's hiding something, not giving them the full story, and he tasks Jesse with some more researching about Belding's past with KKTY, which means Jesse needs to do some research some decades back. Yeah. Back in the 60s. What happened when Belding was over the radio station? Right. So Jesse goes to work. Later on... The other problem pops up, so we're switching yeah. problems. Remember, <laughs> yeah. we, we thought the Slater crisis was averted, but later on that day at school, the gang finds that a local newspaper has reviewed the KKTY radio station. Yes. Giving the show high marks across the board. Everybody, yeah, they, get, they give each person's segment glowing reviews. Yeah, yeah, right. Except for oh. the sports segment. <laughs> Slater is slammed by the critic. I mean, just a scathing re- uh, review. It's and more a- skunk statements. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, when Slater walks up, he gets a newspaper and he reads it. Well, they all try to hide it from him. Right. Because like, oh, we don't want him to see it. You know, because again, they're trying to preserve his feelings. But oftentimes when you, you work really hard right. to preserve feelings... It ends up. It ends up all coming down the wash anyway. The ne- yeah, the inevitable happens anyway, and right? And then you're left with the person saying, "Wait, you weren't honest with me, right?" And you knew. That's exactly what happens. Slater reads the review. He looks to his friends for support because they're like, "Can you believe this guy?" And he sees on their face that yeah. they agree. That's so hurtful. Slater puts two and two together, realizing that that is why they attempted to cut his airtime. Zach. In a moment of sincerity, this is where Zach is actually being sincere. And you can right. tell when Zach's being sincere. He says, Slater, we just didn't want to hurt your feelings. Which, okay. I but, but I also agree with Brooke. It's like, 
Well, and they're young. They're learning all this yeah. now. You know, sure. I mean, we, we're looking at it with adult eyes, but I remember being that position right. as a kid or as, as a young person. Like, you know, yeah. oh, do I... Uh, do I say no. the hard truth or do I be nice for now? You know, what is, you know, it's a saying, you know, uh, peace in the, in the, you know, peace now doesn't mean peace later. Sure. You know, and they're trying to buy peace now. Right. Slater responds that he would have rather heard the truth from his friends than a newspaper. And that and is true. also true. He quits the radio show and walks away. He's clearly hurt. And, and they're upset as well. But before we can really follow where that's going, the other problem comes back. This is a really good episode because yeah. everything's it, 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 it's we're jockeying back and forth. You, yeah, it doesn't have any dead time. Yeah, this between episode, these problems, which is great. right? I mean, they never really do, but this the the pace is really good in this episode. Yeah. So again, later on, again later on in that day, even further down the in the afternoon, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I know, right? Uh, Jesse comes to Zach with big news. She's found the dirt on Belding. So here's what happened. Here's the big. Here's what Belding meant by saying again. Again, right. And here's what Belding is not telling us. Back in the 60s, the Bayside School District banned jeans and long hair at Bayside. And it's the 60s, so yeah. that was actually a thing. Like A lot of schools did do that. So obviously, maybe like a, a conservative type pushback, like, you know, no no long jeans, maybe like a dress code. Yeah, no long hair, no bell bottoms. Right. Yeah, that's what it was. Like, uh, no long hair and no, like, I think facial hair and stuff like that. Yeah, no, obviously a pushback against counterculture. Right, which right. Was, which was in its heyday. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's still a thing. Honestly, well, yeah, That's yeah, still, but, but still yeah, thing. and historically, it's considered you know counterculture began in the '60s, and, right? And Belding was in the midst of that. Well, uh, Belding responded the same way Zach and the gang responded yeah. against the uh, against the school board with the Max. Uh, he Belding, protested. Belding protested using the radio station as a place to advocate, yeah, and get the word out. The school board responded. By asking Belding to stop the protest, Belding responds by publicly mooning the school board. Yeah, they said the the article said you know they asked him to drop the protest. Well, he dropped his bell bottoms instead. Yep. <laughs> this moment on pages three and yeah. four. So a young Richard Belding publicly exposes himself, his rear end, to the school board of Bayside in the late 60s, and it was caught on camera. Apparently, it's on pages three and four. Yes. <laughs> um, Jesse gives the quote of the show to Zach as, as Zach is looking at this newspaper. She goes, Belding was the Zach Morris of the 60s. Boom. And that, there it is. that is huge. That's so important for you to know as you watch any episode of Say by the Bell. Right. That, you know, where Zach and Belding are interacting, it's so important to know that Belding... This this is always going on in Belding's head, I think, when he's dealing yeah. with Zach. <laughs> but also, you know, seeing Zach's face in this episode, when she says that, he's like, good, then I know how to get to him. Yeah. Because it's essentially getting to himself. So Zach does take this to Belding. He doesn't hesitate. Oh, yeah. And Belding is angry that Zach is bringing all this back up, apparently, you know, using it to, you know, force him to make some decision, you know. Uh, Zach rebukes Belding for be- forgetting what it's like to be young carefree and passionate about the simple things in life like long hair and jeans or in Zach and the gang's case the a place to hang out yep. right you know 
Zach tells Belding that growing old doesn't mean you have to leave behind being young, that that there's a part of you that's young that you should always take with you, right? And that is actually a very true and important statement. Yes. As, I mean, look at what we're doing. <laughs> so so Zach's like, listen, you've got to tell the school board, you've, you've got to take our side on this because you know what we feel because you've done this. Yeah. Not only did you do it, but you fought that fight. Yeah. You know? This obviously hits home. Zach goes to walk out, um, and Belding says, Zach Morris, <laughs> quote, help me find the old me. Oh, it's and so Zach, sweet. And Zach says, welcome back, bopper. And, oh, I know. We loved it. And We're they like, have this, yes! yeah, this, this moment. It's really great. So what is going to happen? Well, we go to later that night. We go to the Max, where KKTY and Belding organize the Save the Max Radiothon, an all-night live fundraiser where people can call in. PBS style. Yeah. yeah the, you got the line of kids with phones in front of the... the oh, I the, miss that, man. The beige, yeah. the beige phones. Yeah. <laughs> people can call in and pledge money to Save the Max. Again, Max needs $10,000. Everyone is there. They're doing their thing. You know, um, Lisa, you know, shames... They're doing their... Yeah, they're doing their... Yeah, yeah she shames... Another. Yeah, no, she. It's like it's like a couple. She like basically and rats out the unfaithfulness of a situation that the poor somebody didn't which, know, which can absolutely be settled with a oh, pri- in a private phone call. Yes, right. Yes, and yes. she says, if you want to know the trash, you got to pay the cash. Okay, come on, Lisa. I know. Be better. You're not making it Do easy. Better again. We love Lisa. Right. But yes. again, we said not her brightest moment. But you know what about the show is that there are different times, different episodes where Slater, Jesse. Um, Zach, of course, Lisa, mm-hmm. um, Kelly. Uh, I mean, Ke- oh gosh, don't get me started. I don't want to leave this episode. <laughs> Kelly does one of the worst things uh, in the entire show. But again, uh, we're and, watching and, these teens, you know, right. learning. They, they all make mistakes. And I would say, I, I'm trying to, I can't quite right off the top of my head think of a moment where Screech does something um, deliberately. But, his are mostly just he's, well, he's not paying attention. But he follows Zach blindly. Yeah. So oh, so yeah. essentially, him being an accessory to Zach consistently. Yeah. They're flawed. Yeah. These, they these all kids, make big mistakes because they're fig they're they're figuring life out. Right. So yeah, this is Lisa's kind of. She gets the you know if there's a you know if there's an MVP, she gets the opposite of that for this yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's okay. We still love Lisa. Of At course, any rate, always. every everyone's there doing their thing for the show. Except Slater. And and the night actually starts off really great. The gang raises over $8,000 within the first few hours early on. Everyone's still excited. There's still a lot of energy going on. Uh, Slater calls in to speak to Zach specifically. He refuses to come. Yeah. He's still hurt, clearly, but he yeah. pledges his savings. He's sa- embarrassed. But he pledges his savings, which I remember Brooke was like, oh, it's his savings. It's his savings, because what teenager has, a, like, 100 I mean, I didn't have savings. I mean, he had $100. In 1990, $100. Right, $100 right. in 1990. Right. Like, but we've always said this. Slater, his heart is... is Oh, in it's the r- so big, and he's, yeah. he's probably, I mean, especially of the guys, he's the most selfless... When it comes down to it, no, when it I comes think, yeah. down to serious stuff. His heart's he will, in the right place. He'd most give of the time. you the shirt off his back. He would, yes. He's just a he's a big teddy bear. No, he's a stand up guy. Absolutely, he gives a hundred dollars. He's hurt. He's and still upset. does the right. He thing. feels rejected. He still gives a hundred dollars to save the max. Our sweet Slater, All right? Uh, but again, you know, and and Zach even was like, "Hey, man, like, come on down. Yeah, we'd like love he, to have you here." But you know, he's again. like, "I'm sorry, dude. This, you know, he, yeah. he Zach is not at all." 
He doesn't get Zach about it. Right. Which is good. <laughs> He's hurt, yeah. And we get it. Yeah, we do. Hours later, well into the night, though. Yeah. We go. We hit a lull. S- several hours later, uh, the max is still short. $8,400 has been raised. They need $10,000. they are $1,600 short. Even the big bopper belding himself has fallen asleep. Everybody in the in, in the max is asleep. Yeah, except for Zach. Zach and, is really stressed out. And he's losing his voice. Yeah. Because he's been talking all night. Right. It's at this time that Slater enters with his money. And extra. And extra from his dad. $25. And But here's the big thing. What this tells us is that Slater has been up all night listening. I can't deal with it. It makes me emotional. He's been up all night. <laughs> so, so again, he's hurt. He feels rejected by his friends. He feels rejected by, you know, probably his school community that didn't like him, thought he yeah. sucked on the radio. But he has stayed up all night listening, which means, and Zach said, the phone stopped ringing hours ago. Slater has been listening the whole time. And, and the thing is, that shows, that now to me, that shows a really impressive level of maturity yes, on because, his part. Because he's probably been grappling with this and wrestling right. with this all night. Yeah. And in the end, he decided to risk embarrassment. Yep. And you obviously put his pride aside, which he has a good deal of, and he should. He's a good guy. And, co- man, yeah, I, and he can't, get, I can't yeah. say enough good things about Slater in this and episode. He, he gets in his car, and he drives to the max. And he shows up. Zach thinks it might be over. Now now Zach's getting to his breaking point. Yeah. Zach's like, I, th- I think this is it. And Slater says, we'll see about that. And we're like, yeah. He grabs the mic, and we find that Slater actually is great on the radio because he's found a purpose. Yes. And a passion, you know? And I think this is a neat lesson because Slater, along with the rest of us, assumed, yeah, okay, he'd be good at sports. He does wrestling. He does all that. Yeah, you're the sports guy. Yeah, but that's actually not who he is. No. And I think that's such a huge lesson. Yeah, sure, he plays sports, but Mm -hmm. that's not who he is. Who he is is he's a person that empowers his friends, encourages his friends, stands up for the little guy, and, and that's consistent in the show. That really is who he is. So... I don't. I'm not. I'm not saying the writers didn't mean to be deep, but I'm like, I don't know if they realized how deep they were being with his character because right. I saw it and it like it really moved me I, I've as always, an adult at least. When I look at the group, I, I always felt that, um, you know, Zach's the brains. I feel like um, Screech is kind of the hands and feet, you know, yeah, because he kind of makes Zach's little. Yeah, Kelly's definitely the heart. Um, Jesse. Still trying to, still trying to kind of wrap my mind around. You can't say Zach's the brains, though. Because, I mean, he is, but it's like we've got a few there in different areas. Well, I think Slater's the soul, though. He you is. know, he really is. Like is. Kelly's the heart still, but Slater's kind of like the dad, and Jesse's kind of like the mom. That's kind of like they're like, all right, guys. Yeah, like, maybe, and, and <laughs> Kelly's Kelly's the big sister. Yeah, uh, the responsible maternal big sister. Yes, you know. Uh, yeah, I would agree with that. They're a family. They really are. But but. At any rate, not to get too. And Lisa's too, just she's she's our she's our rebellious uh, sister that like but makes it happen. Yeah, she's amazing. Yeah, they're all they all have such a neat function in the group. Yeah, and Slater a, really does often. I, I mean, as I look back, he, we find him in this place of, and maybe that's the coaching side of the sports in him, but like he really is like he cares. Yes, he does. I mean, we talked about it last. And he that, knows where they got to get. We talked about it when we did the episode on uh, Hawaiian style. And Slater actually went to Zach and said, hey, listen, have you, like, I care about you. He says the hard thing. Yeah, which is, are you ready to be a father? At At 17. Right. So, I mean, again, can't say enough about Slater, but he comes in. 
he rouses the crowd at the max and he charges the listeners to make donations. But he does it. But he from, tells them about him. He says, yeah, this that's is, what I'm saying. He, yeah. com- he comes from a place of yeah. Go ahead. No, he no, tra- no. He basically is like you know. I because you, we all know you he's know an army he's brat. an army brat exactly Slater's been he he's never had a place he could identify as a home because home has been just wherever they're stationed right but now he has the max which is a home away from home he says and he's like this is it's not just a place this means something right. to me and to all of these people and so it's he comes in with the opposite of what the '90s would coin a jock mm-hmm. you know what I mean yes. in, in '90s culture if you're a sports guy you're a brainless all brawn right and yeah. he is showing us a beautiful contrast saying oh absolutely not i'm full of heart and soul and i'm i'm actually spilling my emotions here which is beautiful 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 i love it yes and um, they're all they wake up oh they wake up start and cheering and they're now but then he's like hold on let's wait for the phones yeah a few seconds of silence go by and the phones begin ringing again yeah they, all of them and before we know it they're ringing off the hook and <laughs> we get that ending music they all come around Max and Slater and Belding. the Bopper and the gang get in a circle. They've done it. It's clear that they know they've done it. The freeze frame. They do a all hands five <laughs> in the middle, you know. Uh, and the one to bring it home was Slater. The uh, one that, you know, people claimed they didn't like. Though, yeah, absolutely. Though it has to be said, it was absolutely a team effort. Oh, definitely. Um, it was, it was, we needed. But they had to have everyone. We had, they had to have everyone and they had to have Slater. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like, okay, so maybe he was the greatest sports segment, but to do, I mean, in, in the Save by the Bell universe, and obviously this translates to life, you know, we can't do anything on our own. We have no. to have all of our working parts. And, and without him, they were not successful. Yeah, and it fully, also goes fully, to show you that fully. maybe who you think your weakest link is ends up turning around and not only being important, but saving the day. Right. Because, I mean, you can't help but think, okay, well, what if they actually had been honest with Slater? What if they're like, okay, the sports thing's not working for you. Can we maybe find mm-hmm. something else that you can talk about that you actually... Because, right. like, imagine if he had, you know, talked about something else. He might have rocked it if they'd yeah. been honest. Yeah. You know? I mean, I'm just saying, you know, that... It, yeah. It just goes and, to show. And it was just great seeing Belding. I know because it wouldn't have been done without Belding either. I mean, yeah. it, it was Belding that helped. He's part of the gang. <laughs> he helped. He helped organize the radiothon, and I'm sure it was like I'm sure he he probably gave a lot of advice and was like, "Look, here's what we need to do. We need to go to the max all night. We need to do a radiothon." He was there all night, and Belding was there all night. I know. And this and guy, he's, he's got, got a family. He's got a wife and kids, and he, and he he spent the entire night at, with his students. You know, and this is a school board that could be like, "You're fired." You totally do that. I would do that. I know, so would I. <laughs> I absolutely would. <laughs> I would do oh, that. Oh, man, I hope it happens. Well. <laughs> I mean, maybe not a protest against the school board, but, you know, just an event. <laughs> it, it, it was a great episode. This is a good one. Yeah, so it's I, really sweet. I, this is so important because I think, again, this gives you Belding's perspective. It gives you such an important window in Belding's perspective. And, again, I, I think um, I think it's one of Slater's best moments. Um, yeah, it's really sweet. One of his best. He's got yeah. he's got some good ones, but this is one of his best moments. Definitely good. So, and yeah, he definitely humbled the group. Yeah, too definitely, and saved the day because because of him we have the max. He helped Yay. save the max. Great, get big burgers again. <laughs> so yeah, that's it. That's back it. to school, back to Bayside, all those things. Um, it's it's a good episode, guys. If if you if 
ah, I have a hard time. I mean, <laughs> I have a hard time imagining a 90s kid not knowing. If you've watched Save by the Bell, then you, you know this episode. I know. But go see it again. This is a good episode. Watch this one again. Listen, if, you've, if you're listening to this podcast, go watch the episode again with that new yeah. take on that. Or any episode now that you watch, knowing what you know about Big Bopper Building now. Yes, so. exactly. And it's all, if you have Amazon Prime, you can find them all there. Yeah. So there, I'm mean, sure there are other places, but that's where we watch it. All right, so Brooke, let them let our friends and family know where they can find us in case any of our friends and family are new mm-hmm. this week. Of and course, we can, as the bopper says, bring this thing home. <laughs> so let's do it. If you are on Instagram, that's where we spend most of our time, it's where we post the most and connect with you guys the most. So that's definitely where we'd encourage you to go. We're at the Tape Store. We're also on TikTok by the same name. If you're on Twitter, we are the Tape Store Pod. And if you want to shoot us an email or something like that, we'd love to hear from you. We're the Tape Store Podcast at gmail.com. And as always, we want to thank you guys for your time. It's it's limited and valuable, which, my goodness, we've learned more than anything. <laughs> right, uh, going back to work this week. Going back to work <laughs> this week. Uh, so thank you, guys. We love that you're here. You know, thank you, thank you, thank you. You're the reason why we do it. Even though we feel like we're not going to have time, you're the reason why we change our minds from uh, <laughs> n- not postponing or canceling a show for a week. Yep. And and deciding to go ahead and just yes. do it, even though we're super exhausted. So we love. We want to connect with you guys. Yeah, we love you. We appreciate you, and uh, we hope wherever you are out there, uh, everything's going well for you. And uh, well, let's bring it home. So we will see you guys next week. Next week we'll be back, uh, <laughs> hopefully on a, a better, more um, timely, stru- yeah, timely <laughs> and structured schedule. I know it's been crazy, but uh, thank you for your patience with us, guys. Yes, but we will see you next week. With more great 80s and 90s nostalgia from the Tape Store Podcast. And until then, uh, this is Toby. And this is Brooke. And take care.